All right, bradcooney.com. I'd like to welcome in plush recording artist, Mr. Cabana. What is up, man? It's all good, man. A pleasure to be with you here, Brad, and just keeping it funky on this end. You know what? That's a nice little segue right out of the gate. I want to talk about your new record, Funky Baby. Um, yeah. I guess, you know what? Talk a little bit about the journey um, that you took creating the record. Okay, uh, Funky Baby is a, is a uh, combination of many years of being of music. I've been in the industry for about 20 years, and I was born listening to Fly Stone and um, James Brown and Parliament Funkadelic. Mm. And I got a big dose of Parliament Funkadelic at the age of four, and I was pretty much overwhelmed. And it uh, became my, uh, sort of like my spiritual, my religion and mm. music. And then, of course, uh, on down the line, uh, hip-hop came in, and I was, once again, I was in my teenage years, I was blown away with that. So after hip-hop came in, and it was the nice, mellow hip-hop rap that it was, and then it took that violent turn towards gangster rap, mm. right there is where I'm kind of still at, you know. I like I liked the hip-hop and the rap the way it was, and I loved the funk and the R&B the way it was. We had groups like Lakeside, the Ohio Players, um, Roger Troutman, and so many others. But all of them got lost in that little gangster rap, and then, of course, uh, Crack Cocaine had came in and destroyed a lot of R&B bands. So at that time, when there was just gangster rap, there was no music being made anymore by the band, and so we lost, uh, to me, we lost all that flavor that could have evolved on as time went. We lost that to drug, you know, to drugs pretty much. Now the artists have come back, but they only perform their old stuff. They don't create new stuff. So the creativity part, you know, outside of what the kids are doing now, which is a lot of adults um, my age don't listen to, you know, so there's no creativity, no new artists for basically that stage of that generation right there who's just doing natural rap and R&B so that was my that was a big part of my motivation was to bring um, some R&B funk hip hop flavor that people over 40 could be could listen to and they can bump we can bump it in our car and not have to be cussed out and stuff right. and like we used to <laughs> yeah, so that, that was kind of my motivation was just to bring you know to bring I, call, I say it's old school with new flavor, you know. Mm -hmm. So I had to bring, I listen to the new artists because I am a creative. I love, you know, anything. I can listen to it and see where you're coming from. I don't just listen to rap and hip-hop. I listen to rock and Mozart and... Um, nice. Uh, and, uh, yeah, uh, Gershwin is one of my favorites. So it's like I'm all over the place as well as Bernie Warrell. So I... Um, don't want to, uh, you know, pigeonhole myself. I love just being open to every every um, different brand, and that way I feel I stay open and stay creative, and I can get with these kids today. I talk. I have a lot of a few kids on my label who are 18 and 17, and we get we talk real well because I listen to what they listen to, and they understand where I'm coming from, and I'm not preaching at them and trying to be their daddy. I'm their friend, you know, sure. trying to show them where to go. So I have a lot of 
you know, they're watching me, you know, so I'm like, it can be done like this. Of course, you're not going to use the words I say. You don't have the experiences I've had from the 70s and 80s, but when it's your, your time to get on this mic, I don't want to hear all those uh, F words, all these. Good for you. You know, so it's like trying to put, that's why it's just plus we're just laid back, you know, and try, trying to do it different so people can enjoy music again, mm -hmm. you know. I remember when I was growing up in New York, I, 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 I'm I'm born and raised in New York, so I grew up, you know, listening to rock. But I remember when Run DMC blew up. I remember, I remember everybody wanted Adidas sneakers. Everybody wanted to wear Adidas because that's what that's what Run DMC was doing, and they crossed over. So do you? Th they they were able to tap into the the, the demographics of Caucasian um, and African American and Hispanic yeah. as well. So as far as Funky Baby goes, do you believe the 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 funk? Um, genre has a chance to uh, rekindle or, or, or take back off from what it did back in the 70s and 80s? Yes, I do. I believe we have this this window, this three to five year window that we can, you know, the, a lot of uh, artists who were raised around that time still are around here. I talked to a lot of them, but they don't have the, they don't have a know-how and really don't, you know, they were busy learning how to play um, basses and trumpets and all this, so they don't really, didn't really get into learning the technology and stuff, but they're still around, and so what I'm telling them is as I continue to evolve with my sound and I'm putting more, like I said, more of a hip-hop with the funk sound, mm -hmm. that then we can incorporate, you know, what they do into that sound, too, and bring them back, hopefully, into, I'll say, relevance in the mainstream where you're hearing, yeah, that's, uh, let's say, I, I, I'm a friend with guys in Rolls Royce and, uh, so they say, okay, that's uh, Kenny from Rolls Royce, and then they be like, oh, and he's over under, uh, like, a hip-hop beat, but it sounds good, and but they already know who Rolls Royce is, mm -hmm. so they'll step that back. So I'm trying to help bring some of the not just myself, bring some of the old flavor back and bring some of these new kids up developing flavor outside of what they just keep hearing. So I do think we have this small window for funk to hmm. be real and come back. What's up, man? So what, what, what inspires you to write songs? I mean, like, do you... Do you just write write about things you come across in life, uh, and you just put pen to paper? Well, what what are some things that really trigger you that that, that, that makes you write songs? Um, various issues definitely will make me write songs. Um, Funky Baby, I stuck to keeping it party because I there I haven't heard a lot of it out there, <laughs> so I I actually um. No, I know. I, I know that um, I'm looking to do at least another two or three CDs, and I know they will move in different directions, and I will get um, a little more uh, social commentative with it, mm -hmm. and maybe touch on some things. But uh, um, for the most part, you know, I don't. I, I'm, you know, I don't consider myself a lukewarm person, but I definitely prefer to keep the peace and oh, yeah. just try to, you know, live life and let's have a good time because there's enough trash going on around us to surpass our lifetimes and lifetimes to come and 
hopefully close to 90 years we get. And uh, so, you know, let's make the best of it. I'm kind of lost myself in my rambling, but... Uh, uh, that's all good, that. man. No worries. I, I, I do the same thing myself. Um, all right, so let's, let's talk about the single uh, Thrill of a Lifetime. I got a little taste of it on YouTube the other day. I love it. It's got a great sound. It's got a nice flavor to it. I, re I really liked it. It got me it got me tapping my foot, and that's the indicator for me. If my foot taps, I like it. That's like, like you were saying before. I like I like so many genres of music. I like everything from reggae. I like blues. I like rock. I like some hip hop, jazz. You know. So if my foot taps to it, I'm digging it. So that song "Thrill of a Lifetime" you got my foot tapping to that. So talk a little I'm bit. Glad talk, to hear that. You talk. Yeah, cool, man. Talk about that. What was it? What's the meaning behind the song "Thrill of a Lifetime"? Um, just in kind of like I was hitting on the peace thing. Just you know, enjoying yourself as as the song is about a young lady who just went through a, a breakup and she's just going out with some friends to amusement park, you know, and you know, kind of apprehensive and just thinking about her life. And my thing is being there in the in the line or where she is. I just meant to speak to her and tell her, you know, that. You know, just forget about your problems, you know, for now, and enjoy yourself, and then, you know, with a clear mind, that's usually what we go out to, you know, try to achieve is some clarity, so I'm like, don't worry about it no more, like, as your friends are saying, just enjoy the ride, and enjoy your thrill, have a thrill of a lifetime, so that's what's going on. So, when somebody buys the record... What kind of ride are they going to take, man? Is this is this record? Um, you mentioned before you like you like to feel good, the positive type thing. Are there any are there any other any other any other emotions in the record though, where people get somber at all, or they get um, you know will, will it make them think deep thoughts? I mean, what kind of other rides will there be on this record? Yes, it's um you know I have a few. I'm a poet too, so I have a, a couple of interludes that. Mm. You know, just talk about, um, I'd say, what do I say, a little water, mm -hmm. a little speed, a little sunshine, what you need. It's kind of like talking about growing, you know. And then I say, from there I go, how to, a little sunshine, what you need. Um, I can't right off the head remember how it went. I don't remember if that's the second part. But that's talking about, um, you know, it takes, no matter, it's not talking about just, garden but life you know we gotta first plant the seed then we gotta give it a little water a little sunshine mm -hmm. and then we gotta let it grow and then i remember this is kind of the second verse now i said we let it grow and if it works do it again mm -hmm. you know and so i try to you know is i can't i don't know what per se every person's um goal is or what they're seeking but whatever it is if you plant that seed and water it give it a little sunshine let it grow it's gonna grow and if it's what you want it to be do it again you know and so i do try to give some positive uh encouragements without being preachy with it you sure. know <laughs> so talk about your record label plush records um what, what is your vision for the company how long has it been around? Uh, where, 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 would you, where would you like to see Plush Records to say uh, two, three years from now? I would like to see Plush Records um, uh, stably established in the industry as not only a record company but an entertainment company because I do shoot film and short films and 
Nice. I do a, a few parodies with a buddy of mine, and I post those on YouTube, and I've been practicing film, filming for just a little over a year, but it's really, I found out that it's a passion of mine, visual effects and things, but I love visual, excuse me, visual effects and editing. I, I just, I'm mm. like, wow, I like this. So yeah. I've been able to expand into that. So I'm like, with the music, you know, I, it, this project was two years and, and then the universe, God, how, you know, just delivered, you know, I was looking for another, something else to keep going with, even if it wasn't music, you know, I could do music for the rest of my life for nothing, and now I found something else I could do for the rest of my life mm -hmm. for nothing, and I'm just pushing both of these entities and see where they go. <laughs> Have you ever considered some of your, some of your original funk music for like, for like movie soundtrack or, or, or? You know, because um, there's still a lot of movies that that are you know that take after in the '70s and the '80s where some something like your kind of music could really fit nicely in, in, into the soundtrack type stuff. Yes, and we're actually we've uh, uh, submitted. I have some people I'm working with, Shigo, who's submitting some of my material, submitting material on my behalf to you know films and television, and hopefully, yes, uh, that. Uh, opportunity to open up for me and I'm personally looking for other opportunities I know there are tons of them uh, um, so I definitely look to do whatever I can to establish myself in this industry yeah man you've been doing it a long time you know the hard work the hard work's going to pay off man that's what it's all I about I believe that I, I do too so um do you do much playing out out like gigs? You know, getting out there and playing in front of live audiences. Yeah, actually, that gig is going to start. It looks like it's going to start in February. We were trying to get on this gig with uh, George Clinton is coming to L.A. Oh man, um, this yeah next week. <laughs> and that's the Godfather of Funk right there, man. Man, yeah. So I definitely will be there and. Um, uh, but he already has the opening act, so I'm like, okay, but I'm going to support the funk, and uh, definitely I'll have uh, flyers and T-shirts and all those things, so if anyone's listening, and uh, get out to see George Clinton at, yeah, I think it's, yeah, Union Station in Los Angeles, uh, just say, where's Cobana at? And I'll there you go. the T-shirt and a free CD, and, you know, get to know you, and you guys can get to know me and keep this pushing. Have you had any opportunities to play with some big name funk artists in the past? Um, the biggest I know are the the group that I actually grew up um, under, and they actually got a, a record deal with A and M Records back in the day. Oh, nice. They were called, yeah, they were called Kiddo, and they had they put out two albums. The first album had a uh, song that did pretty well for them, Try My Loving, and working with them, that showed me the um, the, uh, the roadie, you know, I was more of a roadie, sure. and um, I was learning um, who, what a, what a road manager was, and you know, just the, a lot of the back, the back parts of the industry while meeting, you know, different people. That's how I met, you know, Rolls Royce through them. Mm -hmm. I met um, members of Slave through them. And I'm hoping and I'm supposed to 
to meet George Clinton finally this week. So it's like, that's my family. Um, they haven't had a hit since then, but they're still getting, they have a gig Friday after next in Santa Ana. So there's nice. a few of us around here trying to keep the funk alive. And um, they're a little older than me, so I'm one of the youngest ones, but I'm, I'm old compared to the youngsters today. So that's why I say we only have this small window and I'm hoping to penetrate this window and at least get in here and leave some something that people can party to, bob the head to. Yeah, man. You got you got to have a copy of Funky Baby to give to George Clinton. You know that, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. Definitely. I hope to do that. Definitely. Yeah, you got to get that handoff, man. You got to get that to him. That's one of my goals. That's, you know, that's what gets, you know, that's part yeah. of the promo, you know. Just Absolutely. Just let people know that, hey, you know, I, I've seen George and Bootsy maybe about three or four times, and Bootsy has this thing that he does. He walks around in the audience, and he's um, saying, keep the funk alive, keep the funk alive. That's a perfect opportunity for you. Exactly, you know, and I'm like, man, this is what we're, you know, this is what I believe, and so I'm keeping, helping keep the funk alive, Yeah, so we'll see where it goes. Yes, sir. All right, here's a cool yeah. question I have. Um, when I do these podcasts, sometimes I'll hit up my Twitter or I'll hit up my Facebook, and I'll say, hey, you know, I'm interviewing such and such tonight. You have any questions? So, so I have one of my Facebook followers. He's a funk, he's a funk fan. So when he, okay. when, he found, when he found out I was interviewing a, a funk artist, he was like, hey, man, ask him this question. So I said, all right. So here's a question. What do you prefer, what do you prefer more, writing and creating a song or performing the finished product? So I enjoy writing and creating the song. Like which one would you rather do? Would you rather create the song and write it, or would you rather perform the song once it's done? Performing is the yeah the ultimate. There you performing, go. Performing that's the connection. That's you know if you if you've written a, a winner, if you've written from your heart and your soul has been told through those those words, and you're connecting. There's nothing like it, and I. I would pay for that. I am paying for that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. it's, a, it's a beautiful thing, man. I, it's, I mean, you know, there's so much going on. I've been listening to your podcast, as you know, uh, um, mostly the one with Susan Olsen because I've been in love. Oh, the Brady Bunch. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Man, I didn't know she was so political. And I was She's like, really she political. So political. <laughs> she really is. She really is. Yeah, it's cool, you know. I'm just like, you know, but um, once again, that made me, because I start talking about Susan, I've loved, you know, it was funny, I'll say real quick, because, you know, when they, when I was watching the show, there was Marsha, and then there was Jan, and, yep. you know, Marsha was kind of older, but Jan was right there, and Jan had to look where, okay, people like it, it was like, Jan's the fine one. Yeah. And for me, it was like, I know everybody's looking at Jan. I say, but... Um, what was her name on the show? Uh, Chris, what was her name on the show? Which one? Yeah, Chrissy, Mar Marsha. Was it Marsha? It was Marsha, Cindy, Marsha, and uh, Jan, right? Those are three. Yeah, Cindy. She was Cindy. Yeah, yeah Cindy. And Susan was Cindy. Yep. Yeah. And uh, I was like, I looked at, and I said, she's so quiet. She's so shy, even though she had her moments and stuff. Yeah, I was yeah. like, I like her. I like her. Yeah. So for for the run of the show, she was my, you know, they yep. they could have Marsha, they could have Jan, Susan, 
it's Cindy Susan was my girl. So there you I, go. When I saw you had her on the podcast. I just had to check you guys out. Yeah, there. man. I appreciate you listening. She's really a nice girl. She's just very, but she is very, very political. Um, she gets in a little hot water sometimes because she does a radio show out in Los Angeles and she doesn't pull any punches. You know, she she, yeah. has, she believes one way and that's that's the way she believes. And you know, I don't agree with all of what she believes in, but but hey, you know, everybody to each his own. You know, people. Exactly. You know, exactly, man. So that's cool. So um, okay. So what about musical instruments? Do you play other? Uh, what kind of musical instruments can you play? Can you play guitar or um, drums yeah. or anything? Yeah, I play the keyboard, piano a bit. I've been nice. tra- I've actually trained myself on a, on the keyboard, and I've only been doing it for a while. But I've got to where I know my next project, I will be using um, my piano skills, and um, on that project, where this project I did it, I produce most using beat machine, a beat machine, which gives me a lot of flavor and stuff. But I don't play it actually like a piano, mm-hmm. so. To keep my projects, uh, the sound different. I'm actually, each project I'm looking to do on a different, um, instrument. So this one will be done all on this keyboard, workstation, piano, and it's, wow. it's gonna be very different from Funky Baby. So, so do you, do you produce and, and mix the record also, or do you have somebody that's helping you with that? Yes, I produce, I do the producing and some of the mixing, then I go with some, uh, I get with the engineer, her name is, uh, what is, oh, Wendy, Wendy, yep. she has a uh, studio here in Long Beach, Gremlin Studios, and I go with her, I, we, I've worked, like I said, I've worked with her for over two and a half years on this project, and uh, she's the only other person who actually, you know, I, I had some background singers, my, I had my ex-wife come in and sing some background nice. for me. That's good. And, uh, yeah, you know, and just try, you know, trying to keep everything open and wholesome. Sure. Um, then I had some friends. I actually took my um, equipment over their house, and I recorded some background for them. But mostly everything I do, I do my do myself because I'm, you know, I've learned. And I had a friend tell me, you know, well, first of all, I learned that I have the vision. And then the other thing my friend told me, he said, Cobana. He said, the looking hands you looking, the look, the helping hands you are looking for is at the end of your arms. Mm, and I, took, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I took that to heart, you know, I took that to heart over, over 15, I don't know if he told me at the beginning of the 20 years or I was already started, but it was about 15, at least 15 years ago he told me that. And ever since then I've just learned how to, if I wanted to do it, I didn't know how to make a V. I said, I'm making, um, music, but everybody's making videos to go with their songs, so I had to learn how to shoot, you mm-hmm. know, shoot and make videos so I can do green screen now. If I have to make a video of my own, I still would like to get, I plan on getting another videographer to do my first video, but mm-hmm. I will eventually be doing my own video. Yeah, but you know, God God, God bless you with talent. Not, not anybody can do, I mean, just look at yourself for a second. You're a musician, a songwriter, a producer, a sound mixer. I mean, not anybody can just get up one day and say they they they, they had to you know they can do that. So so, so that's that's a nice talent, man. It's, that's that's you know yeah the hard work is there. Of course, your work ethic is is you know not not in question at all. But you have to have some talent in there to get all that to, to accomplish all that also. Yeah, I appreciate that. You know, I, I believe it's 
you know, it's the drives, you know. I, I've tried other things that I didn't like as much, you know. Sure. But it's like we have to do, you know. You find, you keep trying things till you find out what you really, really, really like, you right, know. Right, right. And, and I just found, you know, I, I, I'm a realtor also, and I sell house, you know, I sell, I enjoy selling houses, but not as much as I love making music, you know. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> it's like, so it's like that, you know, it's like, it's, it's different levels, and you find, you know, we, we can find happiness, but, you know, by doing things, certain things make us happy. Happiness is more momentarily a lot of times. Yeah. But if you find out, they find that thing that you love, there's joy wrapped in there. And even when things are hard and you, even, you're not even really doing it, maybe you're just sitting down thinking about how tough it is, but you just love it so much, it doesn't matter. You find it, it helps you find a way to make it exist. So. No. You know, once you find that that thing you're passionate about, you if you determine yourself to drive for it, to just stay at it. You can't you can't just you can't give up. You know, there's no such thing. We only got one life, so it's no right. you know the there's no finish line. There's death. That's it. So you got to keep going. You know, or yeah. just be miserable and complaining. <laughs> That's true, man. It's true. While you're alive, just just do the things that you have fun. You know that you that's fun. That's what life is. Yes. Try to try to try to enjoy every moment. Yes, I really I do some reading and I read this book on like the biggest regrets people have. You know, on their deathbed. You know, and it's most of it is that they didn't follow their you know right. their ideas and their dreams. Exactly. That I think that was the number one one, and I'm just like, well, dude, I can, you know these people are telling me this, and I also listen to motivational speakers on um, YouTube, and they're saying the same thing. I'm like, if all these people are telling me the same thing, what type of fool would I be if I didn't pay attention? Yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so I pay attention and just learn and try to implement what people who have been here and are sharing their knowledge and wisdom with us, you know, and just do the best I can and and hope and pray for the world. <laughs> well, man, look, I, I, I really enjoyed talking to you, man, and I, I just love the fact that, you know, you're a hard worker, you're, a, you're out there, you hustle, um, you move, you, you know, you, you, you write, you sing, you play instruments, you sell houses. So you, you're, you're, you're the kind of person that just grabs the bull by the horns and runs with it, man. And I admire that. Um, Thank you. Where, where can the listeners that's going to be listening to this, um, where can they find you on your social sites? Where can they buy the record? Um, where, where, where can they learn about, about what you got going on, future projects? Tell all the, tell all the listeners about, about where they can find you. Okay, for sure. Um, primarily, um, PlusRecords.com. It will give you my bio. It'll give you a pretty depth interview, uh, 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 definition of who I am mm -hmm. and how I became more so this person and where I hope to go. And from Plus Records, of course, I'm on all the social media sites under Aliases Cobana, um, and uh, I'm on YouTube. And my YouTube is actually Plus Entertainment Studios. And um, we do, like I said, I have short films and experimental films 
corner that I'm doing and it's a little entertaining so mm-hmm. if you get a second you can drop by there also yeah. well man I appreciate you coming on the show and I want to get you back on the show once the record comes out and you get out there touring around and we'll get you back on and we'll get a follow up man is that cool oh Brad that would be so great and I'm looking to make things happen so that when we do get that opportunity I'll have so much to share with you brother that's what's up man well I appreciate you coming on for sure yes thank you for having me